0: Welcome to Served Neat. I'm your host, Jen Hartman. I am wildly obsessed with marketing, sales, business, and the bottom line. I left corporate America with $3,000 in my bank account and a dream of becoming a successful entrepreneur. In the last two years, I grew my marketing consultancy to multiple six figures, worked with over 160 CEOs, and even started my very own fashion brand. In this podcast, I'll be serving up my best kept secrets to help you grow and scale your business. Each week, you'll hear from myself along with other entrepreneurs. You'll learn about what it actually takes to grow a brand, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon and get ready to take notes because it is time to dive into this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. The other day, I was chatting with one of my biz besties, and we somehow got on the topic of what we did to get clients when we were first starting out like, literally, our first month in business what we were doing to sign clients. Your first one to two months in business are incredibly tough because you essentially have no social proof, you have no clients. It can be so hard when you're first getting started. I feel like there's not a lot of information out there on how to sign your first couple of clients. So I thought in today's episode, I'd walk you through what I would do if I had to start neat from scratch. By the way, there's some good information in here, even if you've been in business for a hot minute. So don't click out of it just because you're a few years in. All right, let's get started. So first and foremost, I'm really big on networking and... I actually did quite a bit of networking when I was starting out in business. But again, if I had to start Neat from scratch, I would go back to networking like a crazy person. So there's two ways I would go about it. I would definitely get in front of people, not to like toot my own horn or anything, but when people meet me, they like me. I'm very much a people person. And I noticed that when I was networking, when I first started Neat a couple of years ago, People were willing to either work with me or they were willing to introduce me to other people in their network who would want to work with me. They were willing to open up doors for me and it's because I'm very personable. So I would definitely go back to that. I still network today, even a couple of years in, but I don't do it as much as I used to. So I would definitely join a local chamber to make some quick connections and have monthly events to attend. I would definitely take other entrepreneurs to coffee or a lunch. A couple of times a week, at the very minimum, and I would also ask people who were already in my network to introduce me to their friends or colleagues, who could be an ideal client for my own services. We also have this crazy thing called Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook, where we can network from the comfort of our couch in our pajamas, for free. I love networking on LinkedIn. I've built quite a few relationships on the platform simply through engaging with people's content, leaving comments, asking questions, sending them messages. It's a great platform for networking. I mean, the platform is literally built for networking and Instagram as well. I've met quite a few people on Instagram who I've either worked with or they've introduced me to other people in their network. I've just responded to stories with compliments and questions, really engaging and building rapport. It goes such a long way. I know a lot of business owners look at social media as merely a means to an end, like they just use it to try and make sales. They see every person they connect with as a dollar sign, and that's not how you should look at social media. There are so many opportunities that can come from social media, whether it's friendships, whether it's growing your network, whether it's speaking opportunities, not everything has to equal dollar signs when you are using the platform. Okay, so we talked about networking. Again, network, network, network what's the saying your network is your net worth and i fully believe in that your network can open up so many doors for you but you you get what you put in if you don't put any time into it you're not going to see any return on it if you put quite a bit of time into building relationships you are going to be able to sign clients very 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 quickly all right number 2 y'all this is such a good one every time i mention this to people they're like oh that's such a good idea start a podcast or a blog and host guests that you want to work with. Or I guess me in this case, this is what I would do. If I had to start over, I would start my podcast, which I'm on my podcast right now. But again, if everything got taken away tomorrow, I would restart my podcast or restart a blog and start to host guests, interview guests that I would want to work with. Here's why this works incredibly well for signing clients. You're giving people a platform which is great for building rapport and trust, and it can lead to new clients. When you interview people on in a podcast, the episode goes live, and the person you interviewed will typically share the episode with their audience, which can increase your visibility. Oftentimes, what I've noticed, if you have somebody on your podcast, they're happy to have you on their podcast, which again, very good for visibility. When you start to get on other people's podcasts, it can lead to credibility. Having somebody on your podcast or interviewing somebody on your blog can be a great way to really kickstart a relationship. I keep in touch with everyone I've ever interviewed on my podcast. Some of them have worked with NEAT and others have just been great people to have in my network. I have asked for all of my podcast guests' addresses. I send gifts after interviews, which helps me stay top of mind in their world. And one day, one day when I finish my book, I will have a long list of influential people to send it out to. So again, I'm going to come back to have people on your own platform, whether it's a podcast or a blog, or if you have an Instagram with a good audience, have people on an Instagram live where you interview them. Next one I want to talk about. And again, even if you've been in business for a half minute, you can still use this, but I would for sure use this if everything burned to the ground tomorrow and I had to start from the very beginning. Make videos for brands and tag them in the video on social media and bonus points if you email it over to them. Sometimes, especially when you are first getting started, it can be really tough to convince people or brands or prospects to give you the time of day, especially when you have very little social proof and you've had no clients in the past. So when you make videos for brands and you tag them in it, it's a good way to get attention from brands you'd like to work with and you can easily show off your expertise. This can be a mini case study, if you will. And you might be wondering, well, like what kinds of videos? I have no idea what you're talking about. Go over to Neat's Instagram. It's neat.marketing and check out some of our reels. We've been doing this more and more recently where we create a hypothetical campaign for a brand we want to work with. And I share the innovative campaign idea in like a 90 second reel and I tag the brand. We also sometimes DM it to them, we share it on our stories. We typically will receive a DM from the brand asking about our services. So it's a great way to get on their radar and to flex our expertise without even having a sales call first. This is working more and more. I'm seeing some of my clients start to do this and 20 out of 10 recommend it, especially again, especially if you are just getting started and have nothing to show for, like if you have no case studies, no clients, this is a great way to show that you know what you're talking about. The last one I want to talk about is free projects. Free work has gotten such a bad reputation. I'm not sure why, but I'm so here for it. And when it comes to finding free projects to work on, I have a couple of recommendations. Nonprofits are always looking for free or cheap support. I would also check in with local incubator programs or accelerator programs, There are tons of early stage companies that go through incubators or accelerators and they don't have the money to spend on agencies. So that's a great place to start. It's a great way to volunteer and give your time for free and really help out local clients. This will allow you to build up your portfolio and to grow your network and to just do something really good in your community. And if you're doing this for free, you can even put out a press release to the local news which will be great for exposure. All right, y'all, I'm going to go over these one more time. Again, these are all things that I would do if my business burned down tomorrow and I just had to start from scratch and sign a couple of clients. Number one would be to network my booty off in person and online. Number two would be to start a podcast or a blog and start to interview guests that I would ideally want to work with. Number three is to make videos for brands and tag them on social media to get on their radar. And last but not least, i I would take on free projects. Why not? <laughs> Let me build up my portfolio again. All right, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review. And if you're feeling extra wild, go ahead and take a screenshot, share it to your story, tag me. If you tag me, I'll reshare it to our Instagram and that will increase your visibility fun little visibility hack for you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Served Neat.